Welcome back. And again, a welcome to our guest, General Jerry Boykin, United States Army retired. Uh, General, we were talking before the break about the various measures that are being taken to the great detriment of our military. One of the things that I think you've got such a clear vision about, and it's so important to bring it forward in this context of the war against the military, that it seems aimed at destroying the underlying culture and traditions and even the values of our armed forces. Uh, talk about that, if you would, sir, and, and what it says about where the country more generally is. Yeah, I remember, uh, I, and I think it was uh, Obama's uh, second inaugural address, you know, he, I, he made very clear that uh, his agenda was going to be driven by the LGBT community. And, uh, and, and that, uh, keep in mind that uh, they went after the, uh, the military with the uh, repeal of Don't Ask, Don't Tell, which was a, a, a major issue for the military because up to that point, the military had been left out of politics. The military had been apolitical, and the military had focused on winning the nation's wars. And now all of a sudden you've thrust them into the political fight and the, uh, and what you saw happen in our military was, uh, you saw the military all of a sudden being the way that he was going to change America. I'm going to fundamentally change America. He said, and, and the military became the centerpiece of that. And here's the reason. If you're going to change this nation, you've got to change the military because the military is a bedrock of traditional American values, the values that our founding fathers passed down. That's the military. And that is uh, encapsulated in a thing called the Uniform Code of Military Justice. It's the legal system within our military. And it, uh, it, it is very specific. And what we saw the Obama administration do, and now you're seeing it being perpetuated by the Biden administration is what they did was they went out and, and set about to change our military, to change them to be what Obama wanted society as a whole to be in America, which he knew he could not achieve that unless he also changed the military because people look back and say, what, what did we, what were we at one time? What did we used to be? And you look at the military and, and there's your answer because the military had been out of politics and had focused on winning the nation's wars. And what we've seen of late, I, I assume you would agree, is the inevitable knock-on effect of this use of it as an engine of fundamental transformation of our country, whether it's Afghanistan or now Iraq uh, and, and uh, Iran and, you know, most especially, I guess, Ukraine, we're, we're watching military considerations or military judgments um, being guided, it seems, almost entirely by political considerations and very much to the detriment of our national security. Let, let me ask you specifically, sir, in the time we have remaining, to talk a little bit about Ukraine. How do you see what's happening there? Uh, there are people on the right, particularly, who are arguing, look, this is not none of our business, not our affair. Uh, we have no 
preference really between Putin on the one hand and and uh, the Ukrainians on the other. Um, and therefore, you know, we should sort of just back away from efforts to help the Ukrainians counter uh, what's being done to them by Vladimir Putin's military. Yeah. Listen, I think that this is a war of miscalculations. I think Vladimir Putin has uh, is really miscalculated on so many fronts. First of all, he miscalculated the tenacity and the will and determination of the Ukrainian people. Secondly, he miscalculated the uh, reaction of NATO. Third, he miscalculated the reaction of the European Union and the, and the continent of Europe as a whole. And then finally, he miscalculated his own capabilities embedded within his military. At, at every turn, he has miscalculated, I think, as a result of that. Uh, this is an embarrassment. If he was going to showcase this great military of his, he has done anything but showcase them. In fact, he's shown how weak they really are and how far down they have uh, declined. So I think that uh, I think the Ukrainians have put up a heck of a fight. I, I would like to believe that they they can win this. But one thing is for sure, they've won the hearts and minds and Vladimir Putin is gone. When this is over with, he's he's done. I do not believe that there's any way that he can stay in power. Let me ask you, sir, because uh, as a practitioner of the art of war, as well as a serious student of it, you know that this is not the only war in which miscalculation has had those kinds of uh, unanticipated and undesirable effects. And there may yet be more miscalculations in the offing. In fact, one of the things uh, I'm very concerned about is that Vladimir Putin may decide in the face of all of these reverses and perhaps the very existence of his regime, that he's going to take that next step, which he claims is part of his doctrine, namely to escalate in order to de-escalate, uh, to create a decisive new set of facts on the ground with the use of uh, perhaps a tactical nuclear weapon or two. Do you think that might be in the offing? And if so, are we prepared to contend with that eventuality? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very concerned, probably not about what you think. I'm concerned about whether the United States is having serious discussions with our NATO allies as to how we respond if uh, Vladimir Putin was to use either a chemical or a tactical nuclear weapon, uh, both of which I would see as a red line and would require NATO action. I don't know that we're having those discussions in any kind of serious way because all you hear out of this administration is escalation. Escalation. That's escalatory. You know what my view is? Let the Ukrainians decide whether they want those 28 or 29 MiG-19s or, or MiG-29s. Let them decide. They're fighting this war. They're the ones that have skin in the game. Let them decide. But instead, what we are getting is we're getting, well, that's escalatory. So what are we afraid of? Are we afraid of an army that for a month has done nothing but fail at every turn? Are we afraid of them? Or are we afraid that this man will use a uh, nuclear weapon? Well, I, I think that we've got to really contemplate whether we actually believe that he will do that with 
nations sitting across his border there that also have nuclear weapons. They can make a parking lot out of Moscow. Is he, is he really going to do that? People say he's crazy. He's not crazy. Not crazy. He's desperate, but he's not crazy. He is. That, I think that's the distinction. Um, he also is, it seems, deadly serious about nuclear war fighting. And this is a subject we're going to get into in greater detail with our next guest, Jeff Nyquist. Sir. But it really behooves us, as you say, to be having serious conversations about all of this. Uh, I'm not sure we've had them uh, basically since I left the Reagan administration, <laughs> not because I left, but uh, because ever since we have been sort of uh, living under the illusion that uh, we can safely ignore these uh, nuclear threats and the efforts that are being made. And it's not, unfortunately, just by Vladimir Putin. The Chinese communists have been doing the same. The North Koreans, the Iranians, as you indicated a moment ago, are pursuing nuclear threats to us, to our uh, friends in proximity to them. And uh, I'm afraid uh, we have to take that seriously and we have to get about the business of deterring it much more credibly than we have to this point. General Jerry Boykin, we have to leave it at that for the moment. I, I very much value your expertise, your sage counsel, and your extraordinary and fortunately continuing service to our country, sir. It is deeply appreciated by not just me, uh, but I know by uh, tens of millions of Americans around this country. I hope you'll keep it up, sir, and I hope you come back to us again very soon. Next up, Jared Nyquist on the nuclear and other threats we're facing right after this.